we're back. We're trying this again. Everybody who was here a minute ago, we could not um, figure out why Didi couldn't join. So we're back. This is the George Mossy Show. We're going to be talking about The Last Resort. We got through the fourth episode. And it was awkward. I got notes on my phone. So I definitely know things are going to be Talk. <laughs> we were worried about Didi for getting through this. Okay, so I'm accepting Didi now. Hopefully this works now because we were here a second ago. It didn't work. Okay, Kara's here. Kara. Um, <laughs> oh, it worked. Didi's here. It worked. Hey. Okay, we got, got it right. We got it right. Okay, good. I don't know what happened before. It's I would accept you and then you would disappear from my screen. Then you would request again. So I was like, I don't know. I don't work on Instagram. I, I can't blame it on the weather today because it's gorgeous outside. So I don't know what's up with my phone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It might just be Instagram. It might not be you. It doesn't always have to be you, right? It could, well, it could be something. 95% of the time it is me, okay? <laughs> well, I think Instagram knew what we were talking about and said, shut this shit down. Yeah, they were like, this oh is my God. too risque for Instagram, right? So this episode was, hold on, I have notes because I want to get this right. Pleasure positive sex educator. Sure. was what she was called and she teaches couples how to please them eat, eat each other eat themselves i don't know no each other and properly listen to what the your mate wants so first of all do y'all believe that this is a necessary thing do you think this is a bunch of bs yeah. or do you think that this is actually something that works in relationships it's bs i learned nothing and i got sick <laughs> yeah a thousand percent BS. I was like, oh my gosh, barfing, especially when it comes to Big Ed. Well, well, I feel like, okay, Big Ed is probably the person who would have learned the most from this. I don't want to, I don't know him, but I just feel like he's really immature because right in the beginning, the first thing he said was, oh, where do babies come from? Where's yes. the Jesus? Like, right. I felt like he's the most immature. So I feel like he's the one that would have benefited the most from this because even Liz said, she's like, he ain't doing nothing for me. I have to do it myself or it doesn't get done at all. So I felt like if anybody was going to benefit, it would have been him. And he was the least serious about it. Yeah. It was a joke to him, which shows that he's such an immature little idiot. Yeah. Like he can listen to his now wife, okay, say she's unsatisfied. And she was like, well, I want to know what it's like to be pleased without him having to take five minute breaks. And he's like, find another mate. Yeah. That, like I was like really is that how you feel you feel like you can't change for her you can't do one thing different yeah to make her happy and it's just, he really irritates me he's a horrible human okay That's first all. of all first of all can can we address the elephant in the room okay first of all why in the hell is his little punk ass talking about her the way he does when he can't even last um 30 seconds in the bed without yeah. huffing and puffing about to pass out I mean, and then everybody's seen this little bitty Vienna sausage that he. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna put a dis I'm gonna put a disclaimer on this video. I'm gonna put a disclaimer on this video. Yeah, we're gonna have to. He's just a horrible. I mean, come on now. Horrible. Who is he? Who is he to talk the way he does about her when he can't even satisfy her? No shape, way, or form. I mean, come on now. Seriously. She said that she would rather do it herself. And even when the, the, the teacher was like, well, maybe you should help each other. She's like, nah, I'd rather just do it myself. And it's like, 
it kind of seems like that door is closed. The intimacy door is closed. So I'm trying to figure out what's keeping Liz on board with Ed. It's not the sex. It's clearly not his looks or intelligence. It's, so I'm like, oh. it's not, that's it. It's got to be the TLC money. It is got to be. It has got to be. Or either. Or either this is some big joke that they playing on everybody. They're really not actually together. It's all just a big scam to make people think. Because I don't know who, anybody in their right mind, why in the heck would you allow someone to treat you the way he treats her? And then go on national TV. It, this has got to be a scam. It's got to be. Well, I, I think that Kelly says they didn't show a lot, but he was always there for the attention. You know what? I was watching this episode, and I was like, Big Ed would probably do this show just for the attention. You don't even have to pay him in money. <clears throat> Paying him in attention would be enough for him because I feel like attention is the only thing that he's after. Whenever he's in a group discussion, whenever there's a camera anywhere in the room, it has to be on him. He has to say something that's funny. He has to say something immature. It's just, it reminds you, the class clown. Remember when we were in school? Yeah. There was that one person. We're trying to have a biology class or whatever. Everything is serious. And that one person has to make a joke out of everything. That is exactly what he reminds me of, except he's a grown adult middle-aged man. Yeah. He thinks he's funny. He thinks he's saying funny shit, but he is not. He's so freaking stupid. It just, it, it's disgusting to watch him talk. It is. He's a he, is one, he is one person that I would punch in the face multiple times and kick in the balls. Yep. And then once he's down, stomp, stomp him again. Yep. I mean, I cannot stand him. Yep. So, <laughs> so let's Sarah, talk. We need to investigate where he lives and we need to show up at his I'm front door. Oh, we, I am telling are we going to Arkansas? Are we going to Arkansas? We will go. Arkansas. Me and Cara is always down for a road trip. I haven't been to Arkansas. George, you better have them credit cards like, ready. I'm down. I haven't been to Arkansas since I was like a teenager. I'm down. I haven't been there since like we took a school trip somewhere like to the capital or something. That That's like the last time I've stepped foot in that state. I'm down. I would go. I've never been there, but I would love to go kick him in the balls <laughs> hard enough well, to see if Man. We can't, we can't go to Arkansas and get uh, get arrested. <laughs> I mean, it's a different state. It's fine. They don't know us there. Whoa! Oh my god! No, they don't. All right, so let's talk about. Um, well, there is a lot of talk about G spots, prostates, and Oswelo brought up um, lubricant. So in Oswelo's mind, the lubricant is spit. So I actually learned something. I didn't realize that spit puts the pH balance in the female organ off and it causes like um this what's the word like a bad smell or whatever yeah. like so Asuelo is under the impression that you are supposed to just use whatever you use because he said after sex he was very um sore and yeah. I had never heard that before I didn't realize that that was a thing so actually I'm gonna throw in there I learned a little bit I was like well I didn't realize that and the fact that everybody was like, Aspelo, lubricant is what you buy at the store. Like, he didn't understand it. And I feel like there's, like, I think the teacher said there's a big learning curve for him. And it's. He also said that he was very sore after their first time. And after their first time, she was a virgin. So. Yeah. Oh, so maybe it was just that situation. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I yep. think that. But shouldn't Kalani know about the lubricant? I mean. You would well, think, but she was right. You would think that she would tell him, but again, if she was a virgin, 
she was probably letting him take the lead because she doesn't really have a lot of experience yeah. of what was going on. But like, as time goes on, I think that she should have told them. I get that he doesn't know and he was truly asking questions, <clears throat> excuse me, that he didn't know the answer to, but he's just as immature as Big Ed. I mean, he just listening to him talk, like, I just don't understand how women are finding these men attractive. They're just so dumb. Is intelligence not attractive anymore? I think that you were right. He is asking the questions that he really doesn't know the answer to. But I think you nailed it. At his age and his stage in life with two children, yeah. he should know the answers to these questions. And good God, if you've made it in the world with a wife and two kids already and you don't know this stuff, yeah. do you even need to know it at this point? Like, you should have learned this a really long time ago. And it really makes you wonder what the system is over in Samoa for, for educating the youth. Because yeah. we found out that he had a, a um, circumcision at 15. Yeah. Isn't that, the hell? that cruel and unusual? That has to be illegal. I think that that's... Um, and then had like, to go sit in the ocean or the... Yeah, the, for the salt water. Ugh. That just sounds horrible. I literally cringed. I, I wanted to close my eyes because I, I accidentally visualized it. And then I, yeah. was, I was hurt for him. I was like, good God, that has to be the worst possible experience at 15. First of all, what the hell? Yeah. Like, that's done at birth or like within a week or two yeah. of birth or okay. you just don't do it, right? Like, so it's crazy to think that that even happened because first of all, if I was 15 and you came near me with a pair of scissors, there's no chance you would have gotten anywhere yeah. near me. I would have fought you to the death, okay? <laughs> like, there's no chance I would have let you anywhere near me with those scissors. Like, I'm just saying, it's not going to happen. It would be you and me. Yep, 100%. I don't know. He's, a, he's, I don't know. And then how him and Kalani was talking about um our, like, their homework, that she was going to do her homework by herself. She was excited about doing her homework by herself. And then he was talking about he didn't want to do his homework because every time he did his foo-foo, foo-foo, fee-fee, whatever you want to call this guy, I tell you, he's, you know, and another thing, he's like, oh my gosh, is it a lubricant. Okay, well, first of all, you literally have a yeast infection in your mouth. So, yes. Yeah. And then you want to put your spit gross. on somebody else. Him and Big Ed need to pair up and move off. So, Maybe they need to be a couple. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so, they. They did a rate your sex life exercise, which I don't know. I felt like that was something that should have been done in private, like write it down on a piece of paper. I don't know how um, constructive it is to say something. I mean, Molly said something interesting. She said that she gave Kelly an eight, but she also said that he never found her G-spot. Yeah. So I was trying to understand the logic That's and the answer. So contradictory right there. I yeah, like, I was like, on, so it, it was amazing, but also not amazing. Like, I'm trying to follow not, the logic there. That does not so it makes you wonder, do you think that she was saying some things extra hurtful to get through to him? Because has her, been the whole thing, he's been trying, he's been putting the effort in. Every time he tries, she literally kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. Every time. It, well, she was saying that she's not attracted to him because he didn't have a career. And I was like, he didn't get fired. He didn't quit his job. He retired from his job in order 
to move to where you are. So I was like, it doesn't really count for him to say, oh, well, I'm not working because I don't want to, because he could have continued to work, but he wanted to start a life with her. So he kind of, he made some hard, tough decisions. And, and the poor guy hired from carrying your damn baggage around. Like, she had so much baggage. He, he moved to her state. He's not working. He's retired uh, out of a respectable career. He's putting in the effort in this whole couples therapy. And she says he doesn't put in the effort. That right there shows she's lying because he's putting in the effort. She's not. So I think I don't know he's saying. the expectations are really high. And I think that the communication of the expectations isn't there. Yeah. Because I feel like Kelly doesn't know what he needs to do. Yeah to make her happy. And you know, it's hard to set a goal and work towards something when you don't exactly know what you're working towards, what to do, what the person expects from you. I don't and I think that what she needs to be happy, honestly. Well, she said that she just wanted some things taken off her plate. But I have to say, a lot of men don't like to feel like an errand boy, or I think they call it a do boy. Yeah. They don't like to feel like being an assistant yeah. to their wife or an assistant to their girlfriend. And I think this is probably what happens with a lot of female celebrities when they're very, very famous, they're rich, and then their husband ends up being just their assistant. And it's kind of demasculating, yeah. I guess, because you want to feel like you're, you're contributing, not just helping. Right. So I feel like she might have wanted him to come in and kind of be like a vice president in her company, you know, and help and help run things. And I don't know if he was aware or willing to do those things in that, because sometimes when you mix that business and relationship, it can end in disaster. When you own a business and you bring family or your spouse or somebody that's in who wasn't there from the beginning, it can go south really fast. But at that time she had Cynthia. So, you know, she had a business partner. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so a very, very, um active business partner yeah. who was very active in the business who was helping and I, I get that owning several businesses and traveling and doing it's it's a never-ending job i totally get it you feel like every 20 things you do there's a hundred more i understand that i know that it's never you're never going to feel like you're going to get a break but that's okay. part of being the boss awesome. you know yeah what, how many how many boss. businesses does she have well i know that she travels for her like she does doesn't she have books Didi, help me out here. Does she does she have books? I, don't I know, know she travels. About the, I don't know about the books, but I know that um she owns Libby Ray and um she does a lot of traveling. Um she goes everywhere. She's always on the go. But as far as the the books, I don't know nothing about any books. Okay. I could I be wrong, but I don't I don't I know anything about any books. Was on a book tour at one point. Maybe I'm I'm missing something. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I just knew that she had a business. She had a business partner. She was doing pillow talk and all of that stuff. Yeah. So I didn't see a whole lot of like, what do you need him to take off your plate? Raise your kids for you? Go to work for you? Like, isn't it a partnership when you're together? Yeah. I feel like you yeah. want to feel like you're doing things as a partnership. I mean, I, Kelly she, says she treats him like an employee. And I kind of felt like, I definitely saw that because she yeah. wanted him to come in and be a part of the business, which is okay. But, you know, I want to come in and not be like a cashier or a stock person. I want to be like part of the management yeah. team. I want to feel like we're equal. You know, I definitely don't want to feel like I'm doing the work you don't want to do. 
You know, yeah. I feel like that could be hard, you know, coming in, coming from your own career, yeah. coming from your own life. And I think that working him into the business was probably something that should have been done slowly instead yeah. of like all at once. Yeah. Well, especially I don't, I mean, I, I'm just like, like Molly and Kelly was my favorite couple of all time. Yeah. Me like too. They, Me too. Just, they, they were really, really good together. And, you know, and then, then watching them on the last resort, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm like dumbfounded because I, I thought they were madly in love. You know, that's, that's what we were seeing, you know, but Molly should have um, told Kelly exactly what she wanted from him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So really, I mean, it's really both it's on both of them because kelly should ask more questions if he didn't and if he did then molly should have made it more clear what she actually wanted him there for yeah and then i know i'll to ask she asked him okay he he's a cop she falls in love with this this idea of a man who is in a high ranking position of protection so, yeah protection yeah. so now I want you to move with me, which means giving up his career. He moves to Georgia. He's there for her being, you know, her support system, her, her partner, if you will. But, what? I mean, there's not a lot more to communicate. He already did. So was it more of she wanted more of a bodyguard I, I, because he was a cop? All I'm saying is I feel like he did what she asked. He gave up his career. He gave up his home. He gave up his home state. He moved to her. What What more? I mean, what's he supposed to do? What now, boss? Like, I feel like he did everything he could for her. And it. she just, it was never enough. It's yeah. so sad to see it unfold because they were my favorite. Yeah. Watching them be happy and all of that was great. But then... And I was kind of on the fence. I mean, I know a little bit of the backstory outside of social media. I know a little bit of that. <clears throat> but to watch them on The Last Resort and see physically, we're watching him put in the effort. We're mm -hmm. watching her just not. She's, she's just being a very snotty human being. Like, I, I, I think would, we're all seeing a side of Molly that we've never seen before. Yeah. I've never, I mean, I've never, you know, I've never seen a side of Mo that side of Molly. Molly's always, you know, um, jolly, happy, always laughing. You know, even when, you know, I've, I've like, I've traveled all the way to um, Atlanta to hang out with her, you know. Um, I mean, I know her and, um, you know, off of social media too. So this right here, that's why I'm so dumbfounded because I'm like, I'm seeing a side of Molly that I never knew, yeah. you know? And then, at, and then now that I know the, what unfolded, you know what I'm saying? Kelly got the, the, the short end of the stick because yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, he's the one that was pretty much holding the bag when everything come crashing down. And that's not fair. That's not fair at all. Yeah, it was kind of a, because when it ended, her life got to stay the same. Yeah. And when it ended for him, his life was completely in another state, out of his career, out of his comfort zone, out of everything. So I definitely get this. Like when she decided it wasn't going to work, nothing had to change for yeah. her. 
she could still have her job. She could still do what she was doing. Everything got to stay the same. So I definitely see how it, it hurt him more. Yeah. And I think what, like, what you said, watching this, because I've watched him on Pillow Talk. I've watched him since the beginning. Like, okay, single, I've, yeah. oh, I've been there. I've been there. I've been a huge fan. So watching the way that they were interacting on this show, it definitely blindsided me because, like you said, I've never seen this side of either of them. I had never yeah. seen them interact with each other like but this. Do you guys, I mean, can you honestly say you feel like Kelly is any different on the show than what we've seen previously? No, I feel like he's more um, open. Yeah. Like, I think that, you know, he will, you watch what you say when you're, like, on TV. You don't tell all your business when you don't have right. to. But, like, I feel like on the show, he's just more open. We get to hear the truth behind the camera. Like, we get to hear what was going on behind the scenes. It's just crazy because they seem so happy. And I think everybody says that they're, like, it's behind the smile. It's behind the happiness where you find the problem well see that's that's what's throwing me off too because i've i've been around molly with kelly mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i went to mm -hmm. a party that molly invited me to and to look at them you would think they were madly in love you yeah. know i mean that's why whenever i was like whoa wait a minute they're not together anymore like what am i missing like you know you could not tell that they were struggling in their relationship right like, even you can't you can't tell even on the show he's maintaining his composure even with big ed he's stayed calm he's voiced that he you know he'd like to beat the shit out of big ed but he's not he's voiced <laughs> yeah. that, expressed that but with molly the only good time they've had so far is walking <clears throat> after the big ed thing and they were kind of laughing back and forth having a a decent time until he's like so where do we go from here she's like i don't know and then she just walks off she's done like yeah, yeah it was almost like yeah. pris pris uh pris pick said walls up do you yeah. feel like molly is walking around with walls up do you feel like she won't let people in because a lot of people are yeah. saying that kelly like you said is trying and she has these walls up she's not giving him the opportunity to make it work and i you wonder if that she looks done well, yeah, that was my thing. Cause I was like, they can't possibly be done if they're both there. If you both showed up, you're both willing to air your laundry. You're both willing to talk to the doctors. You're not done. But a lot of people are saying Molly arrived done. Like she wasn't really with an open mind of let's put it all out there and see if we can pick up some of these pieces and make a puzzle. I, I don't feel like she felt that way. I feel like she got there to say, I'll see what he has to say, but it probably won't change my mind. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel like it, it was playing out. And I wonder why you would agree to go on the show to try to work out if you weren't willing to, because it seems like Kelly probably was interested in working yeah. out. When he got there, he was open, he was honest, he wanted to work it out. He said it, he was putting it out on the table to the doctors. He's like, look, this is why I feel like it's not working. This is what we need to fix. And then he would need some reciprocation from that and what she would do to make that work. And I yeah. feel like he was willing to do that. And she was just like, well, you're not who I thought you were. And she even said like, well, you don't respect me as a mom. You don't respect me as a business owner. And I don't know how those statements came about. You know, like, yeah, I, you don't know what I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Because like I said, you know, I've seen Molly and Kelly together off of social media, you know, um, so I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe 
for one minute that that Kelly never respected her as oh, a no. mom or a business owner or a partner. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all either. Because seeing them on social media and seeing them off of social media, if someone didn't respect you, then why are you at, at the parties? You're like wanting everybody to know that's your man. Mm -hmm. If he's not respecting you like you say he's never respected you, then why you didn't leave him at the house? Or why you didn't break it off with him? Yeah, that, it's, that's exactly it's not, the math ain't mathing. You know what I'm saying? And then seeing them on and off together is, I don't believe, I don't believe that. I don't believe Kelly has, I don't believe Molly when she says that. I don't believe well, Right. I was, I, I said, I don't know how those statements came about. I don't know why she was led to feel that way. Because we know there was some things that happened last, the end of last year, beginning of this year that were very serious. Mm -hmm. And it, we, it could have been from some of those situations, but obviously they would have never been together as long as they were, if he didn't respect her as a mother and a business. Like, so if, if she felt that way towards the end, that is something that may have, may have transpired towards the end. But I definitely think that they respected each other. I don't think that he would have given up everything that he gave up to go to be with her if he didn't respect her as a person. Yep. You know, I feel like, cause he was putting a lot in her hands because he was going to be staying there with no income right away, with no nothing. He was depending on her a lot. So you have to trust and respect someone that you're going to be putting that much um, sure. dependence on. So I definitely feel like we need more context as to where those things came from. Hopefully as the episodes go on, we're going to get more information because, you know, we've been wondering and speculating about this for almost a whole year. Yeah. Do you believe it's been that long <laughs> since this whole ordeal started um, next um, in two months, it'll be a year ago yeah. that we've been That's all wondering what exactly transpired that took from them from where we thought they were to where they are now. So I think as we go on, we're probably going to get, oh, Kelly said he had his own place. He didn't live with her. See, I didn't even know that. See, I didn't even yeah, That's what I was going to say. I think that he lived like um, maybe 30, 45 minutes from Molly, I believe. I think he lived closer to town, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and see, then, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I didn't think they ever lived together. I thought that he had, a, there's like 30, 45 minutes. Correct me oh, if I'm wrong, Kelly, but I, it wasn't like 30, 45 minutes for Molly. So, yeah, I knew that. So, I want to jump but, over, and I want to talk about something that Joby said on this episode that I thought was interesting. He said that he feels like Yara wants him to go out of his way and do nice things, and then he's going to be rewarded with sex. And he said that since he's married and they love each other, he shouldn't have to do anything extra. So I wanted to get the female perspective on that because I know when in the world of dating and courting, um, you know, men are typically, you're supposed to take a woman out on a date, buy her a nice dinner, um, take her dancing. You don't just say, hey, do you want to have sex? You know, like you need to treat her a certain way. But do you feel like Jovi is justified in saying that because they're married? Or do you feel like just because you're married doesn't mean that you shouldn't try? See, now I took that completely different, honestly. How did you? Okay, tell me your perspective. So the way I took it, <clears throat> excuse me, is essentially she, she's not saying he needs to go and do these grand gestures, go buy me flowers, take me to dinner, blah, 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 if we're going to have sex. I think she just wants some foreplay. He just wants to hit it and quit it, go to bed. She oh, like, I misinterpreted that whole thing when I heard him say, love. yeah, when I heard him say I shouldn't have to go out of my way or do anything extra, I didn't realize that's what that's, he meant. That's how I took it. 
I mean, us women don't want the man just to be like every time they open their mouth. And this is all we've been seeing this whole episode is every time he opens his mouth, he's talking about sex. Yeah. That yeah. is a huge turnoff. Like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But Why wait. is it every time you open your mouth is sex? So you think that it's a turnoff if the person is like overly sexual? Because I thought they would, you would look at it as he's very, very attracted to me. He finds me beautiful. I thought that that would be there's a, there's a difference between between him being very into me and very attracted to me versus him going. I I say, uh, do you want to stop and grab a hot dog? I'll give you a hot dog. Do you want to, you know, it, it's always something when there's something like that constantly said, it's like, this is, is, turn off. This is getting old. Every time I drop a quarter, I bend over and pick it up. It's a sexual joke. That gets so old so fast. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that shit. So it's like, if they're attracted to you and yeah, you want them to make you feel beautiful. You want them, you want all that, but that can come with, you know, holding hold my hand in public while we're walking through the grocery store open my car door for oh, me you know okay. sit next to me on the couch there's a lot of different ways to make a woman feel beautiful desired wanted any of that also when you get in bed start the foreplay you can't just make sex jokes all day long and then expect to hop on and hop off that's not how true. life works man See, yeah she couldn't even sit on the side and she couldn't sit on the bed without him trying to rape her yeah like, yeah, yeah, because I mean, their, yeah, their homework assignment was cuddling that couldn't lead to anything else, and it did look like he was having a horrible time. Yeah, just keeping we all it know, easy. we all know, we all know her head was um, banged up against that. Right, right. <laughs> like, he was having a horrible time. So basically, the the key is to not make her feel objectified. Yeah, like don't make her feel like a sexual object. Just make her feel like a person that you desire and you love their company, whether it's intimately or not. And yeah. I think that's what you were trying to say. Somebody, like you, you can make, make somebody feel beautiful all day long just by being a good human, just by being, you know, appreciative that that's your wife, that that's your girlfriend, that, that that's your significant other. You can make them feel beautiful just by little things. It doesn't have to be, a sexual comment every time they turn yeah. around to make them feel like oh man he really wants me instead that makes a woman feel like man this guy is a douche like he's gotta go Chris Prick says it's his strip club dreams yeah because that's that's isn't that the whole purpose making the women object objects objectified yeah. they're only good for that one thing that they're doing right there and I think that's that's a horrible um picture to paint for a man yep. to think that, oh, well, she's beautiful and I like her the most when she's on a pole. Or I like it, like, that's a horrible, and maybe he's bringing those feelings home. Like Chris Prick says, maybe he is confusing the two, the yeah. reality of it and then the dream of it. Because and she's, you know, she's so beautiful. I mean, it wouldn't be hard to, to reassure her that she's beautiful often. You look so nice in that. I mean, there's so many different ways to make her feel beautiful. And he's just going about it all the wrong way. Yeah. So if it is a foreplay thing, I don't think that that would be an issue because like you said, he's a horn dog. All they have to do is but communicate that that's what she wants. It is an issue. Yeah, but he, if, a woman, it, he's if the woman has to tell you what she wants, 
Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If Say they've been doing the same, doing it the same way for a while. She never mentioned to him, like, hey, I don't like the hit it and quit it. I would rather we worked up to it. Like, but if she's never said that, I guess in his mind, he thinks she likes this. She didn't complain. Because, you know, and a man, men are very simple. There's, yeah, they're very simple. To say it. Yeah, men are very, no way very simple. If you don't complain to a man about something, he'll assume you like it. If he takes you to a baseball game but, every Saturday, he will think you like going George, to baseball. George, George, if a man is into a woman like a woman is into a man, either way, you don't have to say anything. Pay attention. A yeah. woman or a man can tell you what they want without saying it so if you really in love with your partner whether it's a man or a woman pay attention they'll tell you everything you need to know but also there's no way she's not vocalizing what she wants because he's saying i don't feel like i should have to go to extremes or do the extra to be able to have sex with her well she's obviously telling you yes you do you need to do something because what you're doing isn't working for me. True, true. That's true. If he feels like it's too much work, that means that she's presented him with the job. Yeah. Like, so yeah, because if someone brings you an estimate, you're like, that's too much work. That means that they've already told you what they've expected. So she yeah. has brought it up. And I guess he's just not, he's not listening. So he's hearing, I've got to buy her flowers. I got to buy her a new wardrobe. I've got to take her on a trip. I got to spend money. That's what he's hearing. She's not that's, saying that. That's what I heard. See how simple men can be? That's what I heard. That's not, what I assume. <laughs> so you have to explain it in very, very layman's terms. Because I was when I was watching it, I was like, well, yeah, you shouldn't have to take her to like a $400 dinner every night just to get, you know. But that's what yeah. I heard. That's how simple <laughs> it, you have to make sure that you are being very clear of what your expectations are, especially with men. You know, we, we when we want something, we want that. So you have to yeah. make it very clear what is required in order for that to happen. Right. All right. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Do we have to talk about Angela? Well, yeah. Oh my lord! Oh, but I was waiting for in... him to bring it up. I was like, well, maybe he's keeping her for the chance that she was. I'm like, before we go into God. Angela and her vibrator, Bluetooth vibrator, I want to talk about. Um, Kalani said that there's videos that exist of her and Asuelo doing homework, and we know we know what that means. Right. So I was like, now that there's a visualization in my mind of that, I wanted to just see where you guys were with that because I was like, why? First of all, why do people make videos of that? Is well, it I'm sure in my head, it t tells me that it was before he came to the U.S. when they were still in love. Oh, wait, you think they weren't in love at all since he's been here? I mean, it, it didn't look like it was flaming hot when he got here. Oh, wow. Wow, so you think that all these... I'm like, thinking they're just together because she got pregnant and her dad and mom made her stay with him because that's their culture. 100%. Whoa, so you think that they're together because of the boys? Absolutely. No reason whatsoever. And I did hear Kalani say that it's hard for her to not have and maintain a relationship with a man that she's intimate with because she's not been intimate with very many men. Yeah. So since he was the very first man she was intimate with and she got pregnant literally the first time, yeah. that would make sense that she would have a very strong attachment to him, even though her mind 
would be telling her he's not right for her, her heart would say, well, this is the first person you are with. You have a child with this person, you have to make it work. So I kind of get that. So when he got here, do you think things were already south or do you think they went south when he got here? Both. I, I mean, really? can you tell me a time that we've ever watched this show where they look happy? Well, not really. I mean, no. a lot of it had to do with his family when they were here. But like, even now that I'm looking back, even when it was just her, him and her family, they were fighting a lot. All the time. They're like, always fighting. fighting. There she was, was having him to work to his ice cream job. And she was rolling her eyes through all of that. And then when they did the whatever, when it was during quarantine and they were sitting on the couch, they didn't even laugh or giggle or joke like everybody else did. even there is never even on pillow talk they were like pretty much arguing well i do remember there was a time where kalani said that she didn't trust him to even take care of the boys yeah. without like supervision and when she said that that really hit me because i was like you don't trust this man yeah. because these are his children and this is your husband and you're saying that you don't trust him with his own children and that's when i realized that things weren't very good I've, i was like you're definitely not in a good place because the fact that you don't think that he's mature enough or able to handle taking care of his own children shows me that there's a multitude of issues and distrust and and problems going on because i was like you don't hear a lot of women say that like i hear women say he's a horrible husband he's a horrible person but he's a great dad yeah no i hear those type of statements but when she said that i was like whoa so he's not a good husband or a good dad is that what you're trying to say that's that's a huge thing to say i have never seen them truly happy and then they went on that whatever retreat where he took her to the cabin or whatever and literally she was like first thing she wanted to do was get drunk so she could have sex with him and then it was over then it was a serious conversation again i've never seen them look happy or act happy for that matter yeah. they've just never yeah. been happy that's crazy because I mean, I guess it's not crazy because look where we are right now. She's with yeah. another guy who she seems to be happy with, who she blocked because she wanted to make it seem fair to Asuelo to make it seem like that they were going to try to make it work. I think she's another person that arrived done. Yeah. Like this was probably something where she was like, well, this show pays this amount of money. I only have to be here two weeks and I can give him the closure Plus, that he would need. <laughs> free vacation at a resort for her and him and her two kids and her sister and the new boyfriend and I heard the dad's there. What? The dad's there too? Oh, I'm really excited now. I love the dad. Lo is my favorite. I'm obsessed with him. So, He's the one. Lo needs to beat the hell out of Asuelo. I, I want to see him vacation. talk to the new guy too because he's just intimidating all the way around. You know, he's just intimidating. I just I want to see his opinion on the new guy. I want to see his opinion on everything. But like you said, the vacation for seven, nobody's turning that down. Plus, you get a check on top plus of it. You get yeah, like it's yeah. it's a no brainer, yep. and it's a free um what do you call them supervised visits for Asuelo. So if they were having custody issues, everything is taken care of. Yep, everything is taken care of for those two weeks. No worries you can worry about the divorce, right? Because you know this is where we're headed. Absolutely. Like, that's what they're really going to be worried about. They're just BSing and killing time and making a little extra money towards the end. So here we go. We're going to talk about this Bluetooth vibrator situation because 
Angela and Michael had a private session with the sex education pleasure teacher. Crazy that that's somebody's job. But anyway, so they had a private session and we, we always knew that um, Michael claims to not be a fan of self-pleasure. So I want to get your opinions on that. Is this true or is he approved? You think that he's really a fan of non-self-pleasure or you think that it's really a thing in his life? It's absolutely a thing, but nothing he's going to admit publicly. Exactly. Like, exactly. Because if you remember, if you remember, I think it was, no, it wasn't last season. It was whenever they first started um, dating, um, Angela got really mad at him because he was masturbating. Yep. Wait, he was? Yes. Yep. That was the beginning of all these problems. And because he tried to make it seem like he would never do that. It was against his He was culture. masturbating. He was masturbating. And she and got Was mad. this before she went to meet him? Like before this she was, had I, Whenever she went to see him the first time, they were already together. But when she flew out there the first time, that's when that was their first argument because he admitted to um, master uh, masturbating wow. and letting other women give him blowjobs. Yeah. No, oh, not while she was oh, there. I do remember. Not I do while remember she this. was there, but while she was away from him. Yes, and he went to a club. And okay, I do remember that. This was way, they weren't even married yep. yet. No, that's whenever that. they first started dating. And then the first time she went out there, that's when she found out that he was masturbating and letting women give him blowjobs. Yep. Mm. So this is BS because yeah. he, he told the, the teacher that it was against his coach. He would never do it. It's, it's frowned upon. And Angela pretended like it was a thing too. Yeah. Because she didn't say anything in that scene where she was like, well, this he, is a new. He probably thinking that nobody remembers. Uh, oh. Yeah. We remember, we remember Angela. Yep. So this <laughs> is, this is interesting. Cause I had forgotten, but I do, when you brought up the, cause I do remember the fighting because he brought her a cake. Yeah. Um, and she threw the cake in his face when he was yep. trying to apologize. It the was first time she accepted it. The second time when she went out there, she, that's when she threw it in his face. Because yeah. that's whenever he admitted to cheating on her. Yeah, I do. I remember. That. See, you refresh my memory. Now I remember. It definitely was because she was like, why would you do that? Because she liked to do the video call stuff. So she was like, if you're going to do that, do it together. Why yeah. would you do it without me? And and she didn't mm -hmm. like the idea of it because she's like, if you were doing it without me, you could be doing it with other people. Yeah. And that's where she it led to, and that's how the whole situation started. So interesting. So apparently he didn't want to participate in this because there was a, a a gadget for him as well that he didn't want to use, but he did use Angela's, and we got a heck of a lot more of the scene than I think we should have um in this one. And way too much. It was very awkward, and it was it was something that none of us ever needed to see. So <laughs> I I was very uncomfortable because I feel like a lot of times when I'm watching TV shows or movies, I feel like the cameras are are, are filming people doing things that we're not supposed to see. So I was yeah. just like, I feel like I'm not supposed to be here. Like I feel like I'm not. I'm, this is okay for them, but I'm not supposed to be here, right? Like I don't feel comfortable <laughs> so watching. Gross. The whole thing was gross when she goes and does whatever putting it in or putting it on or whatever she's doing and then she has to go by this is how it makes me walk and mm. just shut the hell up like shut up just yuck
Yuck. Oh, <laughs> Prince Prick said, imagine the cameraman. There was a cameraman in the room. I didn't think about that. Imagine the crew and the, the constant um, exposure to this type of stuff that they have to deal but with. But not only that, how many times have the cameraman had to see Angela naked yeah. from the very first time she's ever been? Oh, oh yeah. The, the bathtub scene. I remember that when her and Michael were on video. I remember that yes. there was a camera person in there too. So at least she was under the cover this time. That's what she was all I, out. I hope these cameramen are getting hazard pay. Well, <laughs> they would need to oh be like God. hypnotized, right? Hypnotized and having the memories erased. <laughs> Right, like you would need to hypnotize me so and teach me how to just block it out like it never happened. That's just, it's too much. And the scenes that they did together. So first of all, why do you think Michael wasn't there when they did this as a group? Because the way that they talked, they could have did this together with everybody else. Why do you think Angela and Michael got their own scene? I didn't understand. Well, that. that's what I, that's what I would like to know. Because they wanted to present her with this remote control dildo. Oh, right, because nobody else got yeah. anything in class physical. It was all homework assignments that they did on their own. Okay, so hers was a, a special um, item. So they did it. Okay, I got it, because he was going to be controlling it. Okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. I get it. It was just, it was weird to me. The whole thing was weird to me. And I want Angela and Michael to have whatever they want to do or whatever, but I don't have to be there. I don't have to see it. It was too much. And I... I was speechless. Yeah. I was just like, wow, wow. When did this turn into primetime television, right? Yeah. It's disgusting. It's yeah, watching Michael play with that um, control thing um, from his phone and then listen how she <laughs> It was too much. I know, the look on his face, and I was just like, this is too much. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> right, like, like he was playing a video game. Right? I was like, oh my God, I was like, no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord, I can't. I can't. <laughs> this, this, this episode was crazy. I'm going to put a disclaimer on this video when I post it to Spotify just so people know, hey, don't play this like out loud at your desk at work yeah. just in case. We, yeah. if, you know, if there's somebody directly next to you, Put it in your earbuds, you know, just so you're aware. If you've watched the show, you know what we're talking about. It's not something that you want to talk about, you know, next to your friend who you go to church with. Yes. You know, that's, that's not something you want to hear. Because this was yes. a lot. This episode really had me shocked. If I had a drink, I probably would have spit it out. Like, it was a lot for me. Yeah, I just yeah. I can't. It was, it was, I, I don't know. Thing, from, from Big Edge. Prostate then be, needed to be played with for him to last. <laughs> the thing that stresses me out about this oh. show is that we're only on episode four. I know. <laughs> how how are we still in the beginning and we are already oh covering prostate yeah. and Bluetooth <laughs> dildos? Like, we're only on episode four. I feel like this is more like a seven or eight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I feel like we are way too far deep in for this to be the beginning. What else yeah. do they have in store, and are we okay with it? No, right? Like, are we gonna be okay? I, I can't imagine y'all like um having to put. Oh God, for the grandpa's about. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just... 
episodes of before the 90 days they finally announced it before the tell-all so we know that there's so mellow huh that's gonna seem so mellow well yeah compared to this i feel like we're gonna have to try to stay away right like compared to what they've subjected us to on the last resort yeah it's it's not even gonna compare we're we're basically just gonna have to keep coffee to keep awake during these episodes but that's gonna end we're gonna get into the tell-all and then we're gonna get into the other way which I think we're going to be more than halfway through the other way, too. So, yeah. And then after Before the 90 Days, OG 90 Day Fiance is back. So I don't know if you guys are excited about that. I, that is yes. my favorite one. So yep. I'm excited for that. So um, make sure you tune in this Sunday for 90 Day Fiance, Before the 90 Days, and then afterward, tune in to us so we can talk about what we saw. Um, make sure you're following my co-hosts, Cara and Didi. They're tagged in this video. And follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, type in the type in the George Mossy Show. I can't talk now. Y'all, you have me visualizing <laughs> fingers and stuff. Okay, so thank you guys for joining us. And we will talk to all of you guys really soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.